Hey, how you going all? Oh, I've got me old Max, he's been pumping out a few last few weeks, so he's got another episode up. So I thought, ah, when they're going to crash, I thought, ah, I'll just hang out. Hang out for an hour and a half, he's going to go, so with me rambling, we'll probably take it out for the two hours where I jump in here and there. Um, yeah, It'll take me a minute just to um, load up his page here. I've done it for two minutes, I'll just give it about another 30 seconds, I reckon. Yeah, I'm also looking around for a, um, a mixing studio for podcasting. If anyone can recommend anything, just write in the comments the brand name or whatever. Or even, and plus if you can, where you got it from. Um, if it was online only, you know, because I'm in Australia, so I probably won't have them stores. Usually Amazon or um, eBay seem to be pretty reasonable. Temu's got some ones about twenty to thirty dollars, which is just not a bad little unit. But, um, yeah, I thought that'd be good. Some bit more, uh, better qualities and that sort of thing going. Yeah, just very curious. I might even start a, um, a week in advance show about it. Actually, I want to get one soon, man. When I want to do something, I want to do it. You know, I just don't want to do it in haste. And I've already done that, and I bought a bloody. Um, more like a, a band uh, mixer. Not appropriate for podcasting, really. No bells and whistles for that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, don't think I'll go too big. I've already got all the setup. I just need the mixer. Yeah, got everything else. So I don't need one that's a full yeah mic and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, we'll work on it. I'm still looking around. If you, it's a little bit hard to stop sometimes when you come across so many, you know. So like, damn, someone got that. I'd sort of, in a way, I'd rather someone that's already got one that can recommend it than going, oh, yeah, that looks good. Then I'll get it and go, no, that's not the one. Um, I want it mainly for leveling out um, voices when people call in and even when I'm going through my different show to show when I'm doing my, because I've got all these little clips and that, and they're all up and down, so I'm continually here with my finger on a little button on the device I'm using, and it'll be a lot easier with a proper mixing one where I can rotate the, the volume to a certain degree on a certain level but um yeah i just think it'll just give it that little bit of extra um, quality you know um anyway well let's get on the max and see what he's up to today i haven't listened to this at all so usually i'll have my little rant with him he's gone for an hour and a half so with my little bits we'll probably drag it out to two hours i'd say so let's get in there um maxi 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 should have loaded up by now i'd say get into the bloody thing oh here we go all right so this one's what goes around comes around so let's go on a little journey with max and see where he takes us today 
here you go. I might just start. Welcome. Oh, people of South Africa, we salute you. You seize the torch of humanity, lifting it high, a lone flame illuminated across the sky. Before the oppressor's eyes, a symphony hummed, echoes of South Africa's struggles, triumphs, and drums. With bravery, you danced again in a relentless fight, this time for freedom, for justice, for the Palestinians' birthright. O oh, people of South Africa, you are the beacon in the darkest night, guiding the world with your unwavering light. In the tapestry of struggles woven with pain, the scars echoes a battle in how to break apartheid's chain. The cradle of the brave is engraved in your veins. The pulse of freedom is in your DNA, like a determined hurricane. Blood-soaked soil from which you stand tall, centuries enslaved, yet you'll be conquered justice for all. The land of the gold is the yellow in your flag, it's told. Now stands for people with the heart of gold. From Robben Island's whispers to Mandela's dream, a nation's restoration, a supreme unbroken scene. Let the winds carry the tale of courage and pride from the orange river's flow to the Palestinian side. Once again, you fight against apartheid. By standing up for what's right and holding the oppressor accountable for genocide. O oh, people of South Africa, you are the canvas of vast dreams, a legacy of the past, a future that gleams. Your nation's honor stands tall. United, you conquered the hearts of us all. Beautiful poem, folks. Very succinct, very sincere, very sad, but a beautiful poem nonetheless. And yeah, I'm still talking about this issue, folks. I'm talking about it because it's so important. A lot of people might not realise that what's happening in Gaza has the potential to bring down the entire control grid. It really does. Like, uh, it's exposing everything for what it is. It's exposing our governments for what they are. It certainly exposed Israel for what it really is and what its true agenda is. And a lot of people are picking up on this. I mean, there are millions of people who'd never really looked at the control grid before, people who'd been trying to wake up gently by presenting them the facts in a gentle way for years, that are now seeing the situation in Palestine and in Gaza and realising that they've never really looked at it before. All they ever did was believe what the television told them. But now they've looked at it, they can see the evil that rules this world. And it's a good thing. Hamas. Free Palestine, yeah, because they're being put through a genocide at the moment, yeah. so, I mean, Free Palestine. I've been a genocide for 75 fucking years. I didn't know enough about it before October 7th, and now that I do, it's just, like, so clear, and I think a lot of people are really talking about it, and you can tell the pressure is being put on by the public, especially, yeah. more than people in power. Yeah, like, they don't admit it, yeah, but, but people can see yeah, it's really making a difference, folks. People are getting this, and that's why it's so important. I've often said that the situation in Gaza could change the world if people were to put some focus on it. It's the key to freeing humanity. I've said this for the last for at least 10 years I've been saying this, folks, ever since I was in Gaza in 2012, and I saw the situation for myself on the ground. As I've said, Gaza Strip is even shaped like a key kind of a weird key, but it's still shaped a bit like a key. Interesting that keys form such an important part of artwork in Gaza Strip as well. Like everywhere you go, you see artwork centered around keys and locks and chains and the fact that they're held in this prison and they're just looking for the key 
to escape, and all they want to do is live their life in dignity. And a lot of people are getting it, folks. There has been huge rallies right around the world. We saw one online the other day saying, thank you, London stands with Israel. And they had this picture of this rally. There would have been maybe six to 10,000 people there. I mean, they're, they're saying there's 10,000, so I'd say there was probably about six, because they always exaggerate things. And when it's a pro-Palestinian rally, they'll say there are thousands when there's actually millions or whatever. But there was a, a rally in London the other day. maybe 6,000 people, they're saying it was 10,000 people, but bear in mind that at least half of that crowd is paid to be there. Israel has actually been advertising for people to come to their rallies. It'll give you $250 plus travel expenses to come. <clears throat> I've never heard of something so shitty and so pathetic to be actually having to pay people to come to your rallies or to pay people on social media to support your agenda. Do you know how pathetic that really is? How scraping the bottom of the barrel? What? No shame? Just, just nothing. Just fakeness. Pure and utter fakeness. With no shame, no dignity, no pride. Just the only word for it is truly pathetic. Truly pathetic to come to one of their rallies. And in the same city, like the day before, a couple of days before, there were 400,000 people at least out there rallying for Palestine.
I say this is a pro-Hamas rally. No, it isn't a pro-Hamas rally. It's a anti-genocide rally. And they'll say the Israeli rallies are pro-freedom. No, they're not. They're actually pro-genocide rallies. It's just that the people haven't figured that out yet. But everything is backwards. But it's really waking a lot of people up, folks. This whole situation in Gaza is waking a lot of people up. And Gaza, again, is just being completely devastated. Look at the central Gaza compared to what it looked like. It's just outrageous. in Gaza. There were some beautiful places in Gaza when I visited there in 2012. I mean, for all of the fact that it's a, it's a concentration camp, it's an open-air prison, people say, well, if it's a prison, why are they living so well? Why have they got such nice houses? Well, they do what they can with it. He's just showing a before and after. Israel's had them under blockade since 2007. They're not allowed to bring anything in. When Israel says, oh, we gave them all this money and they spent it building terror tunnels. They're not terror tunnels, they're just tunnels, and most of them were built by Israel. We've already established this. They built tunnels everywhere. It wasn't just under Al Shifa Hospital. They built tunnels under other hospitals. They built tunnels all over the place. Most of the infrastructure, the underground infrastructure, Israel is discovering and exposing to the world the stuff that they already knew was there because they built it and i've shown you that video of edward barack saying that yeah we built these tunnels i mean they admit it so you know did it for the masses folks but people don't get both sides of the story interesting hamas has been blocked on twitter or x now it's called all of this pro-israeli stuff is all over the place like Twitter is literally flooded with pro-Israeli propaganda. It's unbelievable, folks, but it shows just how much they're clutching at straws and how desperate they are. They've got to do this. They've got to post this propaganda like every hour of every day there's another post, sometimes multiple posts in an hour from multiple people. We're all being paid thousands of dollars to make these posts. I mean, they've been advertising that as well. If you change your stance to pro-Israel and you use the tags stand with israel and hamas is isis they will pay you five thousand dollars i don't know whether it's it's a weekly thing or whatever but all these people are being paid to post folks 
And the beauty of it is that the more they post, the more they're just helping the process of waking people up and forward. You know, a lot of people just don't believe anything Israel says anymore, and it's, it's true, folks, you can't. There's a great meme I saw that if you tell a lie often enough, it becomes Israel. <laughs> That's pretty much the way it is, folks. It's, it's such a false reality. They're pushing false history. And it's the reason, one of the reasons I think they've left it till now to do all this, because they've brought like two generations up feeding them completely false history. A lot of the people in Israel that you can go in to try to argue with and tell them that the place is actually Palestine, they'll tell you Palestine never existed. They'll tell you that Israel has been there for thousands of years and that in 1948 when they decided to move home, then all of these Arabs invaded and tried to stop them doing it. This is literally what they're taught in Israeli schools, which is completely false. But you can't talk to them about it because they've got history books that tell them all this stuff. This is what they learn in school. As I've often said, that film, Defamation, you can go and look at that. You'll find a link on my website in the recommended viewing section. you find a link to all sorts of stuff there, folks. You'll find links to Europa, The Last Battle, The Greatest Story Never Told, which is the, the story of World War II from the German perspective. Uh, you'll find all sorts of stuff. This film, Defamation, you'll find all sorts of stuff in the recommended viewing section on my website, folks. And uh, it's really worth looking at a lot of it. But all of this stuff is serving to wake people up. People are seeing the lie for what it is now. And you've got to understand, it's, it's Israel, it's, it's these people who control all of our governments in the West, who lead us into all of these wars that we've been having for the last 80 years. All of these wars, they, they formed the United Nations after World War II, apparently, to prevent any more wars happening, to prevent anything as heinous as World War II ever happening again. World War I and World War II was basically the one war just a big lull in the middle, and it was created by the men with small hats in order to get Palestine. That was the plan. That's always been their plan, folks. They've wanted to get this little sliver of land for a long time. One of the reasons, I mean, they can claim that Judea is where the Jews come from when it's not. I mean, it's simply a tribal area. There were 12 tribes of ancient Israel, and Judea was one of them. They're saying Jews come from Judea. Well, if that's the case... What about all the people from all the other 11 areas within Palestine who don't come from Judea, who call themselves Jews as well? How does that work? There's actually a great report that I posted on Twitter yesterday called Israelis Are Not Indigenous, done by an Australian guy. And I recommend you go and check it out. I'll put a link below. I won't play you any of it here. It goes for like 30 minutes. And he, he kind of rambles a little bit, but he, he gives a really, really good report of what is going on here. So just, just put up with it and listen to what he says and go and research his stuff for yourself. And you'll find that they have absolutely no claim. Even the claim that they're indigenous, they're not even using the correct terminology of what indigenous means. Uh, the whole DNA links, he goes through the whole lot and explains it. It's a very good video, folks. I'll uh, flash it up on the screen here and I recommend... You go and check it out for yourself. It's about 30 minutes long, so it's not a long video or anything. And it will really educate you on what they're saying and just how false it is. Like I said, folks, it is said that if you repeat a lie enough times, it becomes Israel. <laughs> and uh, that's a good documentary to let you know what's going on here and just how bogus all their claims are. But everything that's happening, this is waking the world up, folks. And like I said, you've got to remember, these are the people who control all of our governments, lead us all into these fake wars, get us all under control. These are the people who rolled out the scamdemic 
These are the people who've rolled out the surveillance system. These people have done so much damage to the world, folks, and what they're doing now in Gaza is waking people up to that. And as I've said, if we don't heal this, then the way of Palestine will be the way of the world. And a really good indication of that is the fact that the world is basically run by Western governments. I mean, you know, we have more say in what goes on anywhere than any other governments because the United States has got all the bombs and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, that's the way it goes again. And it's run by Israel. And no one can stand up against Israel because it's got the United States there at its back all the time. And the United States literally feeds it billions of dollars, like billions per year. It's, it's outrageous. You know, it isn't just the defence budget and the defence aid. There's all sorts of other stuff as well. Plus, they've been milking Germany for 70 years for reparation for the Holocaust, which didn't happen. And again, folks, I recommend you go and look at Nick Kolostrom's book, Breaking the Spell, which will give you a really good rundown of actually what the lie is all about and how they pulled it off. So, yeah, it's worth checking out, folks. And the Israelis themselves, I mean, the propaganda videos I've been putting out, the TikTok videos and stuff that they put out, showing them destroying residential areas, and whole suburbs, and proud of it, taking a home movie for their family. Yeah, they're all um, cheering and um, all their little excited little mode about the so-called tunnel they blew up. That wasn't a tunnel. That was virtually a village. Videos that have come out showing them breaking into safes and strong boxes in Palestinian homes. No shame, man. No shame. Other videos that have come out showing them mocking children. There's one woman, I mean, a destroyed child's bedroom. They probably murdered all the children in the bedroom. And there's her partying around this room, showing how great it is to be mocking the children that lived in the room. Pure psychopathy. Pure psychopathy, man. This is the sort of stuff they do, folks. There's another one where they've they got little children's bicycles and these soldiers are riding on children's bicycles in the room where they just murdered the children. seeing all this sort of stuff and you know they're, they're exposing themselves by their own stuff that's how stupid a lot of them are these soldiers Thank I mean, you. they're not going in there and doing the right thing at all they're pretending that they are oh, yeah we're sending food trucks in and hamas is hijacking them all and they show one video of a truck driving away it looks like it could be a hamas guy or it could simply be an israeli holding a kalashnikov i mean he's kind of holding the gun in front of his face so you can't see who he is could be in Israel, you don't know. But even if it is Hamas taking a truck, well, that's one. 
that's one, and the area it's moving through, there's not a lot of people around there, so it doesn't look like they're hijacking a truck and stealing it from the Palestinian people. Even if they're bringing in food, it makes sense that those fighting the battle, and as I've said before, the people on the ground in Gaza, the people in Hamas on the ground in Gaza are legitimate freedom fighters. Not like the people in Qatar who are egging everybody on and saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to keep attacking and we're going to keep doing massacres and we're going to keep doing all this sort of stuff. These guys are paid by Israel. The leaders of Hamas are fully paid by Israel. Well, Israel can complain, all these guys have got billions of dollars. Well, yeah, they know that because they sent it to them and they gave it to them. But these guys don't represent the people on the ground in Palestine and Gaza at all. The people on the ground in Gaza are legitimate freedom fighters, folks. They're fighting for their freedom. They don't have a choice because Israel is just going through and killing everybody that can. They say this is a war against Hamas, but it's not. It's a war against Palestine in every aspect that you can imagine. But yeah, they showed one video of a guy on the truck. The reality is when you bring these trucks in, they are just mobbed by Palestinians trying to get food. drastic stuff folks and they say they brought in 90 trucks or something the other day and then they show one with a guy driving off and the guy on the back saying Hamas is hijacking or I didn't see 90 trucks there that they were driving away I saw that truck and I saw one other truck that the people obviously swamped and as soon as they started trying to get food from it the Israelis started shooting at them <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're doing, folks. Of course, Israeli propaganda will tell you, you know, this was Hamas shooting at the people because Hamas doesn't want the people to get food. Well, that makes no sense whatsoever. None whatsoever. It wasn't Hamas shooting at it. It's Israeli shooting at it. They're shooting at everybody, folks. They shot a 17-year-old boy the other day, a dear friend of my friend, Nadal. He sent me a message, and I posted his picture. His name was Yazan. He was a swimming coach. Had aspirations to be you know, an engineer, like wanted to do all sorts of things, just loved life, loved children, loved being able to help the kids. All the kids wanted to be taught under him, and they shot him because this, of course, is a war against Hamas. He was shot by a sniper, folks. Wasn't even in the heat of battle, he was shot by a sniper. And this is the letter that Nadal sent me. I am writing to you even though I know that writing is useless. I am writing to you even though I know that writing will not bring Gaza back to life. I am waiting, writing to you that um, at the height of my anger and my utter despair over the martyrdom of young man whose greatest interest was excelling in his studies and pra practicing his hobby. I am writing to you about the innocence of a person who has no part nor lot in either the fields of politics nor fights. I am writing to you about my neighbour who used to greet me with a distinctive smile 
Today we receive news of the martyrdom of Yaza Al Kasi, 17 years old, by a sniper bullet in the northern Gaza. Yazan graduated from his high school last year with a grade of 96% scientific branch and joined the College of Engineering for the first year. <coughs> I have known Yaza for three years in the field of swimming training during the summer vacation. In the children's category, Yaza was one of the most popular trainers among swimming students, many of whom had a wish to be under his supervision due to his greatness and his kindness and patience. He was with children, especially in cases of dealing with children's fear Yaza has heart-wrenching stuff, folks. Heart-wrenching stuff, and that's going on in Gaza every day. Children are being killed. At least ten children are dying every day in Gaza. They've killed twelve, thirteen thousand children now. And the official figures—they tell us what the official figures are. I'd say it's probably double that, because they're not counting the people that are buried under the rubble. They've killed twenty to thirty thousand people minimum, and at least forty percent of them have been children. I'd say about 60 to 70 percent have been women and children. Pretty drastic stuff, folks. But all of this is serving to wake the world up to what we're really dealing with. And like I said, this is all supported by Western governments. The West is the one who is funding this and supporting it. Joe Biden could remove funding from Israel and stop giving them weapons, and it would stop the war tomorrow. They're saying, oh, we've pulled out this division and that division and rah, 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 but they're still ethnically cleansing the whole strip. I mean, they're talking about settling it. They're talking about taking it over completely. They want all the Palestinians removed. We know what's going on, folks. And it's not just Gaza, as I've said before. It's all of Palestine, and it's being supported by all Western governments. As I've said, the way of Palestine will be the way of the world. You look what's happening in all of our countries. They're talking about disease X now is going to come out this year. Disease X, not nothing to do with X on Twitter and the X space X and everything's an X really, isn't it? Disease X will of course be when they crank up the 5G system. All of these nanobots and this graphene and all this shit that's in people's bodies is going to start killing them, and they're going to start hemorrhaging. You'll have people probably having Marburg type symptoms and. You know, hemorrhaging blood and all sorts of shit. And they're going to say it's disease X. And they're going to try to use it as an excuse to lock people down when really what it is, is from the jab. Some of the stuff's been coming out, like Dr. Peter McCulloch said he's been pulling two foot long blood clots out of people. He's going, how is a blood clot two feet long? How does this work? A little blood clot will kill you. What, you get a two foot long blood clot? How does that happen? How, How does any of this happen? And why is it when we pull them out and wash them, they all look kind of yellow? They don't look like blood clots. They don't look like blood. So, you know, a lot of people are getting it, folks. A lot of people are figuring it out. But this is what they're planning on doing. But, yeah, I've been going hard in West Bank, folks. Like I said, it's a war against all of Palestine, not just a war against Gaza. It's ethnic cleansing. It's the genocide of the Palestinian people. They... Shot a guy going home the other day. He was opening a gate to let someone else through a checkpoint. An old woman who was driving a car. Oh, hang on there. I'll get the gate for you. As soon as he went through the gate, 
He was shot by a sniper hiding on the side of the road. Here he goes, walking up to the gate to open it for the lady. Doing what any gentleman would do. Do-do-do. Unlock. We should open. Boom. 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 She's off. Don't worry about the gate. I think I might go back this way. We've got two, maybe three shots yeah, at him. Yeah, killed for going home. Unreal. Got a couple of children, got a wife, got a family. Now he's dead at a crossing. All the talk of human shields. We've got to do this because Hamas is using human shields. We've got to bomb residential areas because Hamas is hiding under them. They're using human shields. That's not even the definition of what a human shield is, folks. A human shield is someone who's been put in voluntarily against, you know, in front of a, a, a soldier to take the flak if someone shoots at them. What's happening in West Bank right now is the Israelis are using Palestinian civilians as human shields. Hey, thanks, eh? They even have many of them, the shooters, that they say, if we don't go to shoot to kill, we shoot them in the groin to give them as much pain as possible, and then they can't procreate if they live. that Hamas hides in civilian areas. That's as a result of the imbalance of power where Israel has fighter jets in the sky and a massive military force. Absolute psychopaths. issue of human shields, the definition of human shields is holding civilians against their will and putting them in front of you in combat to deter enemy fire. But you won't hear none of this on the mainstream media. In this conflict that has ever done no, that, no, 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 documented no. by major human rights organizations, and a matter of fact, is actually the Israeli military using Palestinians, no, civilians, have including children, as human shields. That was a matter of policy from 2000 until 2005. The Israeli Supreme Court said that has to come to an end in 2005. The Israeli military uh, protested that decision because it is very useful for them to continue using Palestinian civilians as human shields. And even though the Israeli Supreme Court banned it, the Israeli That's military right. continues to use it. All to for Zion, freedom. All for Zion, by Human Rights Watch, by Amnesty International, and other organizations. And it tells you what this lie is ultimately about. Because if it is true that Palestinian militants do not care about the lives of Palestinian children, then what is the point of the Israeli military using Palestinian children as human shields when they are in these confrontations? So that is simply a lie. And this has been a long time thing, folks. They've been doing this for years, using kids as human shields, using adults as human shields. Anybody they can get, you know, as, as I've often said, with Israel, every accusation is a confession. And there's been a lot of people talking about it as well and pointing it out for a long time, what Israelis are doing and how they are the ones who are using Palestinians as human shields and not the other way around. Yeah, and this is happening in West Bank all the time, folks, all the time. There was a Christian church attacked in West Bank, I think I mentioned before, they're saying that it was... Palestinians had attacked the Christian church. Of course it wasn't. It was Israeli settlers, according to witnesses on the ground. And it's what they do all the time. I mean, these people hate Christians. They'll claim that they like them. They put a few Christian churches up around Israel. They'll put road signs that are in Hebrew and Arabic and English and say, look, we're not racist. We've got triple... Yeah, they might do that, yet every time the, the little hats walk past, well, the big hats, I should say, in this case, they spit at them. It's part of their... Um, 
upbringing, even if they go past the church, whether they spit at them personally and they spit at the door of the church or the steps. It's actually in, embedded in their freaking um, upbringing as well to do that. Triple language road signs. Why would we be doing that if we were racist or we were apartheid? Well, maybe you'd be doing it just so you can present that fact to the people because it is an apartheid state. Try being an Arab there and walking on the wrong side of the road. That's right. Yeah, there's so much to show that this is an apartheid state. Just look at the way they've got checkpoints and walls around West Bank and they spray Palestinian homes with raw sewage infused with sulphur. The worst stink you can get and it takes days to get off your body. They call it skunk water. Truly sick, guys. Truly, truly sick. Something not right with these people's heads, man. This goes on and on and on. You know what sulfur does to the body, man? You're just going past some trucks and just spraying them. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. obviously an apartheid state, folks. And they do all this sort of stuff and put it all up there just to fool you into thinking that it's not. But, you know, Exhibit A, the Earth, look what these people have done to the place. Look what they've done to everybody who's ever questioned them. I mean, you can't question them about anything. Even if you even question what they do, you get called an anti-Semite. And they're not even Semitic, most of these people. The people around them are Semites. The people they're wiping out are Semites. And they put Israel right in the middle of the Arab world. So this is the only Jewish country here, so let's talk about ethnic cleansing. Let's talk about genocide. Why aren't there any Jews in all these other countries around here? Why are they all Muslim? Well, probably because you people are such assholes and you've been chased out of 109 countries 1,030 times. I mean, why the fuck are they going to let you back? You managed to weasel your way back into the West through the holohoax, but I think that lie is falling down now as well, folks. I mean, every piece of propaganda they post exposes the lie a little bit more. This place is really coming along, eh? Still a lot of damage here, but it's really coming along. And uh, it's, it's going to be good to see. What... Yeah, Max is down in Mexico. He's at um, Acapulco. Um, he's at a place called the Sacred Garden. Absolutely a piece of paradise on earth. But, geez, a cop to beating with that last bloody, I'm not sure, it was a typhoon, hurricane, whatever storm went through there. Geez, it made some damage. But, um yeah, they're, they're slowly but surely, you know, they're bringing it back. And so it's, yeah, it's all coming back together. What it looks like at the conference, it really is. Be yeah, a lot of pushback, folks. The War Crimes Tribunal started last week. It uh, happened the day after I gave my report last week. And it was brutal, folks. The charges that South Africa levelled against Israel were absolutely undeniable going to be very, very difficult for Israel to defend themselves against these charges. Of course, all the propaganda you read on Twitter tells you what a wonderful job they did dismantling and, and completely obliterating the South African case. Got all these Western politicians saying, oh, the South African case has no merit. Hmm. No, it was very, very strong evidence supported in that case, and there's been so much coming out online since then. And thank God the people in Gaza are still able to smuggle some videos out. There's so much bad stuff going on, folks. People, there's one video I saw was heart-wrenching. There's a doctor amputating the leg of his 16-year-old daughter oh, without anaesthetic because they have no anaesthetic. 
He's got her basically lying on a bench with her leg up over a bucket. Oh, it was disgusting. Her, oh, man, just under her knee was all shredded. Yeah, I seen it yesterday. And, yeah, this guy, doctor, has got to amputate it more off. Because oh, I guess a gangrene or something. Oh, it was one of the grossest bits of flesh I've ever seen, I think. I've seen one more that was probably worse than that. And with no anesthetic, guys. While he's cutting off her lower leg. I mean, horrendous stuff. I won't even show you the video. I'll put a link to it below if you want to check it out, but I won't even put it on the report. It's too brutal. So much of this stuff is going on, folks. And. You know, people are seeing it. People are seeing it. And like I said, all of our governments are supporting this. They're going to bring out their disease X this year. There's already been legislation brought in in New York to say that if we even suspect you've been around someone who has an infection, we can now legally lock you up, basically. Grab you, put you in a quarantine centre. There's why a lot of people are leaving New York, New York State. I mean, even Harry Vox, I think, has moved down to Florida or somewhere else. He's gotten away from the place, folks. But this war crimes tribunal was a, a brutal blow to Israel, and hopefully they're going to be found guilty. But even if they are, Bibi Netanyahu's already put out a report saying, we're going to defend ourselves, no one's going to stop us, not the ICJ, not anybody. We're going to continue until our work is done. And he's saying they're going to go on for a year, basically ethnic cleansing Gaza for a year. So when everybody gone, folks, there are thousands upon thousands of people living down in Rafa now in a place called uh, El Mawasi which is, as I've said before, it's basically a rubbish tip. I mean, look at the branch they just found out. They were anti-Zionist Jews and yet look look at their characters as well. One goes, oh wow, man, like this Benai Brit, whatever they are, um, you know, everybody against Zionism. And the next thing you know, they've got all these tunnels underground there and they're pulling out bloody baby freaking things and soiled mattresses. In like some sort of dungeon looking underground freaking horror movie. Bloody unbelievable, guys. Per populace, they have the highest amount of various mental illnesses too. It says a lot too, doesn't it? Would explain a lot. Not to mention homosexuality and other deviant practices. Including the porn industry. Gabby runs just about all that. Every rock you turn over, guys. Every bloody rock you turn over. But you talk about it, you're a anti Semite. <laughs> Unbloody believable. How would America react if they had 80% in the Congress were Asian, Chinese? Do you think there might be a bit of a concern and an uproar? But when it comes to them that are dual citizens to Israel, nothing said. Yeah, they've got nothing said. 85 to 90% of Gaza is now in that area, folks. 2.3 million people. 
of course they've probably killed the 0.3 million people maybe there's two million there maybe there's less i mean who knows how many they've actually killed unreal they're all got them basically living in a rubbish tip they bring in the occasional food aid truck it gets swamped and if the people even try to get food from it they shoot them and then say it's hamas Hamas is to blame for everything, folks. This generator noise that you're hearing, I'm pretty sure that's Hamas. They've got generators going just to mess up my show. <laughs> all this hurricane damage that you're seeing around the place, undoubtedly this was Hamas using their weather weapons on Mexico. Because, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's all Hamas, folks. Hamas does everything wrong, didn't you know? And that was their only defence in the court case as well, in the ICJ. Incredibly articulate and eloquent case brought against them by South Africa. And all they could do was go, Hamas, 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 Hamas. We didn't attack any hospitals. Hamas, 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 Hamas. That was basically their whole defence, folks. Absolutely incredible. Apparently, 177 times they said Hamas during the defence presentation. Crazy stuff, folks. Absolutely crazy stuff. I showed you before, I'm pretty sure this is a Hamas terror tunnel over here as well, folks. So obviously, they've come to Mexico. So uh, it's, it's, it's everywhere, folks. We've got to watch out for these people. Hamas, 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 Hamas. But yeah, I mean, people are being inspired by this. Like, people are seeing the truth. And they're seeing what our Western governments are capable of. You know, all this stuff about your breathing is causing global warming. We've got to stop all the farming because it's better if you don't eat. That's going to save you. <laughs> That's going to save the world if people don't eat anymore. We want you eating insects and bugs and all sorts of shit. And by the way, folks, start checking your food. If you're buying prepackaged food, start looking at the labels in there. Start looking at the ingredients of the food. Things as simple as as flour and uh, potato chips and corn chips and things like this. If it's like an E09 or an E112, there's a lot of E things in there. Just check out what these things are. You'll find that a lot of common foods these days are having insects added to them. They want you to get these cottons into your body. They don't want you well, folks. They want you to get used to eating bugs. They're training your children to eat bugs at school. For God's sake, pull your children out of government-controlled... Chitons are a um, parasite that comes from bugs as well that can be, through the processing um, units, virtually not taken out, pretty much. From bug to human, parasites, guys. Old schools and educate them at home. Be a good way for women to get out of the workforce and become mothers again, because you know that's what they should be. That's a, an incredibly noble role for a woman. And the... oh, well, I remember too. There's another um, parasite that I've, I forgot to bring up. Um, the other show is um, there's a cat parasite. Um, I forget the name of it. Do you remember Freedom in the Room there? Um, we've spoken about it a few times in the background, I think, more than on a show. Um, just look up cat parasites to humans. You'd be surprised how many... It might explain a lot of the so-called crazy cat ladies out there. And do you know one thing that it actually causes, believe it or not? Promiscuity. That's right. This cat virus that affects humans on a grand scale, you'd be... Amazed just how many people around the world have actually got this from cats. See, what a cats have also got is a urine that they put to attract rats. No joke. The urine actually attracts the rats, and that's how the cat gets the rat. It's um don't know if it's sort of like an aphrodisiac sort of smell to them and they um sends them a little bit funky and then they're sort of there and then the cat goes, Okay, thank you very much, I got gotcha. you. 
got you by the balls. Well, this um, thing also transmits, especially through feces and that. Cats in your house, goes into the kitty litter, tiptoe, tiptoe, all through your house, jumps on the bench, jumps on your lounge, jumps there, in your body. Yeah, promiscuity is one of the symptoms of this virus infection from cats, or parasite infection, I should say. Look it up, guys. It might blow your mind. A crazy cat lady, yeah? The fact that we don't have mothers anymore, people just give their children to the television and to the school to indoctrinate them. So we're seeing all these out-of-control people around the world, all this violence and all this shit, people smashing up stores and all this shit. If these people had a proper family life, they would never go that way. I, mean, I could never think of doing anything like that. And I came from a single-parent family where my mother had to work most of the time. But, you know, I still saw my father, and we still had a, a good, happy home life in many ways. So, you know, at least I got an education on what was right and what was wrong. And I know not to do the wrong thing by people. And I know what it means to be bad, you know. So. Oh, that's right. Not only promiscuity, it creates recklessness. You know, like um, stupid driving and things like that. Or um, things that normal people w wouldn't really do. Probably like jackass, those sort of things, you know. Things that just don't make sense and that are a bit stupid and nearly... Pretty much one way could go to death and the other way could go to freaking being a vegetable in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Those sort of madness things, you know. Yeah, very interesting parasite, this thing. We need that. So you're starting to educate your children at home would be a really good thing, folks. Don't put them in these government indoctrination centres. Don't allow them to have vaccines or any of that sort of stuff. It's just killing everybody, folks. But there's been major protests about everything that's going on with this. I mean, the major protests we've seen from the... Well, the high rise in ADHD coincides with the injections and a lot of it is actually formed from the um, measles, mumps and rubella because uh, that's probably one of the biggest ones that causes autism in children. What it does is spoils the brain. Um, that's pretty much the biggest issue and that's why quite a few of them have a certain look about them because they've got swelling of the brain which misforms mis um, their skull. And that's why they have a certain look about them. Not all, but um, quite a lot, though. You can virtually pick them straight off just by looking at their um, persona. And this, unfortunately, is what has happened, is um, a lot of parents have been jailed for shaken baby syndrome because of the swelling of the brain, because it's the, you virtually cannot tell the difference between a shaken baby or a baby that has um, been a victim of um, vaccination protocols. And then when you top that off, a lot of people have on a normal um, flu injection there's been um, studies last year that were brought out that the common drug by the name of Tylenol after a flu injection can bring the onset of autism at any age group as well. So one drug that I do not um, advocate for sure is Tylenol at the best of times, let alone, which sadly is usually highly recommended by doctors or the media to take if you've got a little bit of symptoms after your flu shots. And um, yeah, there's a study on that. I might actually try and look at that. Um, those those studies and actually bring up the proper um, uh, readings about it, you know, instead of just hearsay. I like to be factual when I talk about stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not, don't just shoot, you know, just not telling you bullshit. I've got it there. It's just a matter of getting the documents and, and showing you these studies. So you just got to watch out. And then another correlation was aspartame is a high one, but that was uh, more goes into neurotoxins like multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's and all that. You'll see once... Um, 
all these artificial sweeteners were in, introduced into our lifestyle as, as well. And then you've got the combination of fluoride, um, which will give you fluorosis of the bone, brittle bone syndrome, um, calcification of your pineal gland, um, and a few other glands in around the body on that. And um, yeah, just overall um, neurotoxin pretty much. So we've got a we've got a bit of a bombardment with a few things there. And um, so that's pretty much why we've got autism has just been nearly just increasing year by year, pretty much. It's bloody incredible. And I mean, if you notice in studies too, the Hamish community has got like in autism is something like zero 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 point one percent. It's that rare. It's not even virtually worth even writing it on the books. It's, you know, um, just virtually not known in that community. Why? They don't get vaccinated. That's why. And they don't have all this other shit that goes in the way of foods and Farmers water systems. The Netherlands was incredible. Germany has really been stepping up to the plate in this regard as well. Yeah, so a lot of people are getting it, folks. We're moving into a different world. I mean, we know the world they want to move us into. But I think with everything that's going on and how everything is being exposed, I think the people will put down their fluoridated drinks for a little while and start drinking proper water instead of fluoridated water and perhaps stop drinking soft drinks and all this shit that's poisoning their brains. Maybe they'll get it as well. Now, it's interesting to see, you know, people can look at all this stuff and, and kind of get it and then they just go straight back into the matrix and continue living their lives and doing what they're doing, watching the programming on the television and, and it's remarkable how they just keep falling back into these situations. So, but this is waking a lot of people up. What's going on is waking a lot of people up, folks, and that's why we're seeing so much major pushback. Some people are stepping up to the plate nationally, you know, and not that I like nations or anything, but at least the Hooties are coming to the party and, and trying to stop the blockade. And look at the result of that. I mean, they bombed a ship or something, didn't kill anybody. They just stopped the ship delivering supplies to Israel. And, you know, going through their territorial waters, they have every right to stop people travelling through their territorial waters. I mean, everybody else would do it. But because it's Yemen, no, you can't do it. The Yemenis, they don't have a right to control their territorial waters because it's the Straits of Aden, which is a major trade route. Uh, that's a lot of the reason why the war even broke out in Yemen like nine or ten years ago, because they didn't want these people being able to control the Straits of Aden because it's really only one ship wide as far as, you know, getting supplies through safely. It's very, very narrow straight, and, well, you know, not sure you could fit more than one ship through there, but if you were to sink a ship in the Straits of Aden, it would block a lot of international trade because, depending on the angle that you sank it at, you could block off the whole channel. So it would make it extremely dangerous to pass through anyway. So they stopped one ship going through. They didn't kill anybody, and the result is the United States has dropped hundreds of bombs on them. And now England is going over to drop hundreds more bombs on them. And bombing places are saying, well, it's believed to be a Houthi stronghold. The U.S. military launched another airstrike in Yemen on a Houthi-controlled site believed to be used by the rebel group 
to attack commercial ships in the Red Sea. The Houthis have been targeting international shipping routes to show their support for Hamas in their fight against Israel. The Houthis are vowing retaliation for these strikes, prompting the U.S. Navy to warn American ships to stay out of the Red Sea in the Gulf of Aden for the next 72 hours. Yeah, believed to be. We don't know. We're just bombing somewhere because it's people we can kill and we can bomb. But we believe that they may be nearby. What sort of a reason is that? It's incredible, folks. So, yeah, I mean, you think about it, though. The Houthis have put a bomb on a ship and killed nobody to simply stop Israel getting supplies. Meanwhile, Israel has displaced 2.3 million people, killed at least 20 or 30,000 people, including at least 12,000 children that we know of, probably more. And here's the Houthis have killed nobody in an attempt to stand up against that genocide. And what happens? The United States goes and bombs them. The United States is funding the genocide. It's giving them weapons, 240 planes full of supplies. That was a couple of weeks ago had gone there. Not to mention billions and billions of dollars. They're funding this genocide and saying, oh, it's not a genocide. We're, we're doing this to prevent a genocide. That's how backwards Israel is. I know because that phrase, to the river, from the river to the sea, that means you want to kill all the Israelis. And they went in and they killed 1,400 people, which is genocide. So we've gone in and killed 30,000 and we're about to displace 2.3 million and level every single thing, every building in the Gaza Strip, turn the whole place into a, a parking lot or an open field and salt the earth as well by flooding the tunnels, the terror tunnels, with seawater so nothing will grow there. All the aquifers will be poisoned. There'll be no water. There'll be no food. You won't, it won't be inhabitable when they're finished. And they're saying it's not genocide. Oh, we're doing it to prevent a genocide. That's how backwards they are. That's like their backwards version of history. Everything they give you is a logical fallacy, and it's all completely backwards. But people are seeing it, and, and people are standing up against it. Like the Houthis, China has even said they want to see an independent state. You know, as much as we don't want World War III, it would almost be good if someone just went in there and took out the state of Israel, China or Iran or whatever. But, of course... That's what they want, which is why they've got the safe zone in Ukraine ready to flee to if that happens. It's pretty much where they but come from. A lot from. of people are stepping up to the plate, folks. A lot of people are demanding this genocide stop. We can only hope that the... These people over there doing this are the same bloodlines that happened during the Second World War to Russia during the Bolshevik Revolution. Let everyone know that one. They come up from the bloody Ukraine, come around on a horseshoe through and 80 million freaking deaths later, pretty much. Yeah. And the Tsar and his family. Yeah, that's, that's, that's this group of people. International criminal justice. Might explain a lot about them, man. The ICG, or the ICJ. I called it the ICC last time, the International Criminal Court. Apparently it's not as the International Criminal Justice Court. Or so, I don't know. Come up with all these fake names for these fake bodies they believe mean something. And as much as I don't respect that legal system, or at least it will maybe provide the world with some sort of a precedent. At least they'll be able to see, well, yes, they've been declared that it's a genocide. Therefore, Israel is supporting genocide, is committing genocide. Therefore, countries that are supporting Israel are supporting genocide. Therefore, they're actually getting pissed, both sides of them too. They're getting pissed. They get bloody um, Egypt's pissed off with them because they're trying to force all the settlers, which they've got nothing against them, but they just don't want them in their country, which is fair or bloody enough. It's their country. And then you've got bloody Turkey up on the other side that are really pissed at them as well. 
It's just, and then you've got everyone around the world in the streets and everything. I think it's just something just, it's just going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And then who knows? I think the Arab countries is just going to say, ah, oh, to hell with this shit. Let's just, let's just sort this crap out. I mean, I'm surprised that actually hasn't happened by now. I really am. I just think, I just see it coming. I just see it in, you know, it just seems to be that, I just can't see it not happening. You know what I mean? To me, it's just, it's just going to happen. It's just a matter of when. But um, I don't know the Rothschilds' whole scheme and the whole things, why they're trying to destroy it now after building it up to a certain degree. That's the interesting thing. Unless now it's gone way, way beyond out of the control of the Rothschilds, that they're just going to be thrown under the bus. That's another possibility. Um, going to be an interesting year ahead, I can tell you that right now, no matter what. Not that alone. A few other things that are raising my eyebrow as well. What happened to the Geneva Convention, the Magna Carta? Okay, this might be one of the things that down oh, that States. applies to everyone else except if Israel you. Israel is found guilty of genocide, which I'm sure it will be. If it isn't, then it shows us that there is no law on this earth, and the people of the world need to rise up and remove this class, this parasitic class that sits above us, this class of criminal parasites masquerading as politicians. They're in their own class, folks. It's, it's not even the elite. It's not even an oligarch. It's a, it's a parasitic class that sits above the world, and they've been parasiting off humanity for a very long time. So if they're not found guilty of war crimes, then it's going to be up to us. And if they're not found guilty of war crimes, like I've said before, it indicates that there is no law. Regardless of what the politicians write on paper, there is no law. Therefore, anything you do against these people is completely justified if it brings about freedom. I mean, these people are murdering humanity in droves. It's like wholesale genocide across the earth, not just through what's going on in Palestine, but also what's going on with the death jab, their claims of disease. The porn industry poisoning our children's mind, common core curriculum. It goes on, it goes on, it goes on. Everything releasing hordes of mosquitoes and insects into the world. It just... How, how this guy's got his finger in so many pies is remarkable. He really is everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's Bill Gates. He's just remarkable. Maybe there's clones on it. I don't know how there's enough hours in the day for him to be involved in as many things as he's involved with. But what else is going on? Like, like I said, the Houthis have blocked trade going through the Straits of Aden if that trade is bound for Israel. That's the only trade it's blocking. It's still allowing all international trade to go through but it's blocking supplies to Israel because of the genocide Israel is carrying out. The United States has said, well, we've got a fleet here. We're going to go and attack Yemen because of what they're doing. They're attacking our ships and you know, it's got nothing to do with Gaza. They're doing it because they're a terrorist state, which is unreal because it's all about Gaza. They've even said we're stopping the ships because it's about Gaza and we're only stopping Israeli ships. So the United States, in its infinite wisdom, has gone and parked ships all around the entrance to the Red Sea and is advising international shipping to stop for the moment while it sorts out this situation, because, of course, the United States is the world police and they have the right to block everybody off. Yeah, so you've got this whole breakdown of the supply chain happening now around the world, stopping international trade and international shipping, and they're blaming it on the Houthis when it isn't. It's the United States doing it. The Houthis have already said we're not going to be attacking any ships if they're not headed for Israel. It was the same when they were trying to blame the bloody the pipeline in the Europe on Russia. It had nothing to do with Russia. America's fingerprints were all over that. There was no four buts about it.
And there was another theory that America's doing it deliberately because of Europe getting too high almighty for themselves. That could be another tactic against America and themselves. That's something, a bit far-fetched and all that. But it was just more to, um, just to bring Europe down pretty much. And then why would Russia go to all that trouble after building that thing just to blow it up? I mean, come on, seriously? They're only hurting themselves. Interested in ships that are supplying Israel so they can continue their genocide. It's the stand we're going to make against genocide. So you can see how the United States, and of course it's controlled by Israel, is working to exacerbate the situation. They want the whole world, when trade shuts down and suddenly you can't go and buy milk from your local store or you can't buy corn chips or whatever it is you want, say, so, well, it's because the Houthis have blocked off trade in the Straits of Aden. No, it isn't. It's because the United States has blocked off trade. But they want everybody up in arms and the, the media will spin it, you know, the Western propaganda will spin it. Well, we haven't got this in Australia because Houthis are attacking <laughs> ships passing through the Red Sea. Well, that's what the media will tell you yeah, on the it's TV. It's contrived, folks, and it's been done to try to solidify the support against and the Houthis. And tell lie the Houthis vision. Are up against genocide. One of the tell a lie vision. The in South Africa. You know, rumours of China doing it, rumours of Iran doing it. Of course, they're Iran-backed. Everybody's Iran-backed in this as well. And like I've said before, Iran hasn't attacked another nation in 275 years. But you can see the way they're doing it. And there's been propaganda videos coming out as well showing Houthi children with guns. children they're born as men and all of this sort of stuff i've got to wonder who is putting out these videos who's putting out these posters this information because the amount of children they've just killed in gaza by saying oh, well they're training their children to be terrorists when really it's the other way around it's israel who trains their children in military expertise and teaches them to hate the palestinians and it's the other way around palestinians have said we don't hate jews we just hate the occupation wouldn't matter who it was occupying our state we want the occupation over because they're, they're killing us they're stealing our land they're slaughtering our people you know a war against Hamas it's not a war against Hamas if it was you wouldn't be terrorizing the people in West Bank stealing their homes and sniping them and blowing them up and all the shit you're doing using them as human shields all the stuff I showed you before so you know I've been killing so many children in Gaza and trying to justify it by saying well they all grow up to become terrorists and now as I said you've got these pictures coming out of Houthi children saying, yes, well, you know, we're, we're born to fight. I've got to wonder who's putting out these types of images. I would suspect they're probably coming from Israel as well, so that people won't think twice when they start bombing the children in Yemen as well. And this war in Yemen has been brutal, folks. It's been going on for like nine or ten years now. There were videos when I used to do a lot of reports for Press TV. There were videos like nine years ago where I was complaining about the genocide that was happening in Yemen. Thousands of people were facing starvation. It was absolutely brutal what happened. I stopped doing uh, interviews with Press TV a few years ago. I kind of felt sus doing it. They, I mean, Press TV is a government station. Most of these stations are government-run. And I don't like the Iranian government more than I like any other government. 
And also with all of this World War Three stuff fomenting, I was in Australia at the time. I thought, well, you know, they could easily be setting me up here. They could portray me as you know, an enemy sympathiser. If war breaks out with Iran, they could portray me as an en- enemy sympathiser and Australia would be a dangerous place to be. And, I, and plus, they used to ring me up sometimes, like with 15 minutes notice, and say, hey, can you come on? And I'd be like, oh, really, you know? And they used to ring me almost every day, and it got a little bit much. So that's why I stopped doing interviews with Press TV. But it was good. I mean, I, I could at least say things that I couldn't say on other mainstream media channels. I think they kind of arced up a little bit, actually, when I, I put out my last... Last time they interviewed me, they didn't publish the interview. Mm-hmm. And I spoke about COVID, and I basically said that it's a scam, and your government is just as guilty as every other government, because if they're saying COVID's real, then they're, they're defrauding you, and you need to remove your government. And they're going, well, we can't really say that. I'm saying, well, I know, but I'm saying it for you. At least it went to air on primetime TV, but they wouldn't... Uh, they didn't post the video on YouTube, so I couldn't share it. I did share the audio of it because I, I recorded the audio, but uh, and I, I put up a, a little bit of text after it, my conversation with him, so I shared it, but you couldn't see the visuals of it. But yeah, folks, uh, a lot of people are getting it, and there's a lot of people that look like they're going to step up to the plate, but like I said, they seem to be portraying the Hooties as being an army of children as well, which is going to give them the means to be able to go and bomb and blow them up. But what they're really doing with it is breaking down the supply chain to and from Europe with this blockade of the Red Sea, the Straits of Aden. And as I've said, they're going to tell you that it's the Hooties doing it when really it's the United States doing it. The United States is guilty on so many terms. But you know, think about how this could bring down the United States. I mean... If Israel is found guilty in this war crimes tribunal, which it should be, then you've got uh, other countries as well. I mean, you've got South Africa saying that it's it's going to press charges against the United States and the UK and a couple of other people for supporting this genocide as well, if it's successful in this case. Of course, one of the other things Israel is saying, and even the West is saying, well, South Africa's got no leg to stand on when they're talking about genocide and apartheid. I mean, look at the history of that country. And yeah, it's been very bad. They had a terrible apartheid system in there where blacks were terribly oppressed. Suddenly they got freedom and now whites are terribly oppressed. So there's still an apartheid system going on in the, in the, the background in South Africa. But wouldn't that make them worthy of talking about it? I mean, they've experienced years and years of this. They know what it looks like. And I think a lot of them are actually probably doing their best to try to stop it. But there's all sorts of factions in there pushing it from the background as well. If Israel is found guilty of war crimes and genocide, which it it really must be, then would that possibly provide the excuse for, because the United States is backing it, Um, China has already spoken out against it and say it wants to see the formation of a Palestinian state. And I've told you this this may, may well be what happens from this. Yeah, because the world is up in arms about it, like millions and millions of people. There's only a few countries that support it. You know, the West, the United States, UK, apparently the government of Ireland, the government of Germany, the government of Ukraine, of course, the government of Australia, which is a total embarrassment. You know, but most of the countries, I mean, there's 198 countries or 192 countries or something on Earth. You find half a dozen of them support what's going on, support Israel. The rest of them don't. The only reason Israel is getting away with it is because we have the United Nations, which is really a united dictatorship, 
And Israel and the United States have the ability to veto any decision the United Nations makes. This is why it was all forming. The United Nations is basically a united dictatorship set up there to look like a unified world on paper and to peddle that out to the masses, but really it's just brought everybody under the control of the United States and Israel because the United States is really a vassal state of Israel. But, you know, if war crimes are declared against Israel and genocide is declared, will China foreclose on its loan with the United States, which would crash the US dollar and remove the United States as the world superpower? Might be a world superpower on paper and still have a lot of weapons, but if its dollar isn't worth anything and no one will accept the US dollar, What's it going to do with it? A lot of people are moving over to BRICS because of this, folks, because of what's going on. So it all seems to be part of the same play. But- and Biden helped a lot of countries now go to BRICS because once they've seen the Biden boycotted um, the dollar to Russia, well, what do you think all the other countries are going to be thinking then? What's you going to do it to us? Hmm, I think we better pick a different side here, guys. I've got an idea. Let's all join BRICS and let's ostracize America. There won't be too much left of America with the amount of people that are wanting getting on that are actually wanting to get on board that aren't even on it just yet. You're gonna see this thing blossom out pretty big, guys. And I think it's gonna eventuate into the boycott of the US dollar. I think that's what's gonna be the end goal game. Like I've said, I mean all these governments work together. It's a puppet show. They've got to bring about this new world order that they want in a way that makes it believable. And what is more believable than what they're doing here with Palestine and Gaza and, and having all these countries arcing up and speaking out against it and all sorts of stuff? It's all a puppet show, folks. They're in Davos sorting things out like last week or something. I don't know if they're still there. Yeah, they have all these meetings. And you find the same people are there. You find all these world leaders from all these people who are opposing Israel and the United States. They'll all be there at these Davos meetings as well. It's one big club, folks. They know what's going on, but they just have to plan it in such a way that the people will believe it and they'll see it as a natural course of events. I mean, if the United States was to crumble and lose its position as the world reserve currency, which is all you have to do to make it crumble, then people would understand why. I mean, look at all the terrible stuff that just happened in Gaza. It was supporting Israel. Oh, my God, we can't allow this to happen. You know, so this huge awakening that's happening can be used against us as well if we're not careful and we don't play our cards right. But if I was in Europe, I'd definitely be stocking up on food, folks. I really would, because there's a good chance things are going to break down in the next couple of months. I mean, I heard talk about the Ides of March, whether that's going to be something to go on. Of course, the Ides of March, I think that's the 15th of March, isn't it? The day in the middle. And, you know... All of this stuff may break down very, very soon, so I'd be stocking up on supplies and building strong community ties if I was in Europe, folks. Get yourself into a position where you can weather the coming storm. Because like I said, they're going to do it, but they're going to try to make it look believable. Like it was a natural cause of events, and we had to do this to save the people of Palestine. Now, people of Palestine really do need saving, folks. And there's still people out there saying, oh, this is all fake, they're using rubber babies. There's literally people saying that all the people have already been moved out of Gaza and this is a big film set. They're faking the whole thing. It's unbelievable, folks, that people could even think this. I mean, like I said, I've got friends on the ground in Gaza. I've got contacts on the ground in West Bank as well. 
there's still people being able to get information out. I mean, they're very resourceful, the Palestinian people, folks. They get an old 2G cell phone that can piggyback off the Israeli network just over the wall. They can charge these things up on old car batteries they find, you know. They're very, very resilient. They're very resourceful people, folks. They have to be. But people that are pushing this as being all fake are working for Israel. Whether they know it or not, they're pushing an Israeli propaganda line to get you distracted and not look at the humanitarian situation that we're dealing with. And also to get you arguing over the whole real or fake concept. Is it real or is it fake? This is what they did with Christchurch. I was trying to say with Christchurch, it doesn't matter whether it's real or fake. Because all the information that you need, all the evidence you need to prosecute the New Zealand government is right there in the shooter's video, and it's not debatable. You don't have to argue whether it was real or fake, whether there's CGI shell casings or any of that shit. It's all a smokescreen. It's all a distraction. Because the government, the police, the extra workers, the handlers, they're all visible on the shooter's video, which is why the video was banned within three hours. You know? Incredible, folks, but people do what they can to distract you and get you arguing over shit you can't prove either way. You can claim any situation's fake anywhere. It doesn't matter what the situation's doing, what the legislation is going to be used for, how it's going to change your life. Just argue over whether it's real or fake and don't look at any of that because then they'll be able to push their agenda forward. That's what this whole debate over whether what's going on in Gaza is real or fake is all about, folks. It's just people being able to push the Israeli agenda forward and because people are distracted over arguing over whether it's real or fake. Like I said, folks, the people that are pushing this work for Israel. Some of them just may not know that.
Yeah, changing times, folks, changing world. We're going to see massive changes this year, whether it's going to be good or whether it's going to be bad, or it's going to be up to us. But, you know, a really encouraging thing is, like I said before, the amount of propaganda that Israel has got to post on Twitter and places like that. Like, they're literally posting stuff like every hour, multiple times an hour. Bring them home. Bring them home. We will never stop until they're home. All the hostages are home. They bombed all the hostages, folks. If there are any even there, they bombed them all. There were some girls out there looking like they were all bombed. I showed you on the last video. Oh, we're all here. We're all, you know, messed up. It's actually video footage that was released like two weeks before that of these same women all dancing. It's just a photo shoot, folks. It's just propaganda. There was one hostage that you probably saw it was released by Hamas, and a video was released of him shaking their hands and going, yeah, you, and shaking his hand, and, you know, they were very happy. He was actually at a protest in Israel, protesting the slaughter that's going on in Gaza, and the police brutalised him, arrested him, beat him, disgusting stuff. folks and that's one of the actual hostages that we saw released and a lot of them have said you know they were really good to us there was one woman who said they treated us like queens now she's on tv saying oh it was terrible i was scared for my life they were raping people and you know i didn't have any satisfaction until i found someone i could talk to the exact opposite polar opposite of what she said when she first came out i don't know if there's any video footage of her saying this is just a picture in a paper and then claims that she said this but if you really look into it, folks, you're going to find that a lot of the people that were released as hostages have been arrested and detained, and they're being put in, held in detention centres for, for their own safety, of course, you know, protective custody. Unreal. Because they don't want them talking to the press. They don't want them getting the story out that, hey, no, uh, Hamas are not bad. They're not hurting us. They haven't raped anyone. All of the people who are being killed are being killed by Israeli bombs. People who put out reports saying that, yeah, I mean, we were scared for our lives while we were there, but not from Hamas. We were scared of the IDF bombs that were going off around us. Propaganda. Propaganda, right?
lot of my friends, a lot of my Israeli friends are activists. They're terrified to speak out, you know, the, the very small protests for a ceasefire, small but growing protests for a ceasefire. The people who go out and call for a ceasefire, they are risking their own safety. You know, there's lots of Israeli activists and Palestinian citizens of Israel who are, are targeted from within. And it's a it's a very very scary time for them, and not, and not to mention these are people who are speaking out, having lost family members, friends, community members on October seventh. There were three hostages, two men and a woman that they were talking about the other day. The woman's still alive. The two men are dead. Of course, Israeli media is saying they were killed by Hamas. The woman actually went on TV and said no, actually they were killed by Israeli bombs. But, of course, the Israelis are saying, no, no, Hamas threatened her. She had to do that. They made her get up there and make a false testimony. You know, the propaganda is just through the roof, folks. And that is, like I said, very encouraging. They've got to work so hard to try to maintain the narrative. Meanwhile, they're being exposed to everything they're doing. Got Jews running tunnel systems below New York and literally coming out of the sewers when they get caught. And don't think that these tunnel systems are just under this one Hubbard headquarters in Brooklyn, folks. These tunnel systems are everywhere. They're in every country. In Adelaide, where I grew up, there's a huge underground tunnel system in Adelaide that's used for trafficking children. I used to play in these tunnels when I was a kid. Not far from me, actually, guys, all these tunnels. I did an interview with Rachel Vaughan a few years ago, who was connected to the Beaumont killings in Australia. And she exposed it, you know, it was her father was involved. She exposed the, the guy, Anthony Mundine, who actually really did it, or Anthony Munro, sorry, not Mundine, Mun- Munro, who actually killed the Beaumonts. Her father helped dispose of the bodies. They're buried in a sinkhole just outside of Stansbury on the York Peninsula in South Australia. Apparently some people are going over to investigate that as well. So good luck with that. I wish you every success. But these tunnel systems are everywhere. They're in New York, they're in LA, they're in all major cities, they're beneath Paris, beneath Rome. Look at the catacombs of Paris. There are always millions of bodies below Paris in the catacombs. Where do you think all they came from, folks? You know, it's a worldwide system that's been going on for a long time, and they're fully being exposed. And all the propaganda they put out is just waking more and more people up because it's so freaking obvious. Why do you need to put out this level of propaganda if you're in the right and the world has got your back and the world's standing with you? The world's turning against them, folks. The entire world is turning against them. The numbers of supporters they've got are dwindling more and more all the time. They're clutching at every straw they can to try to portray people as being Hamas supporters if you're speaking out against Israel, when really they're genocide supporters who are speaking out for Israel and they're anti-genocide rallies that we're seeing around the world. As I said, you know, the more propaganda they push out, the more incredible their story becomes. You know, when I say incredible, I mean having no credibility. That's what incredible actually means, folks. Did you know that? A lot of people don't. I think incredible means fantastic, you know. No, it means it has no credibility. It's an incredible story. The stories of UFOs, these are incredible stories, you know, because they have no basis in fact, no basis in credibility. And I'm not saying UFOs are me. Just, you know what I mean. I'm just explaining how the world works. I don't even understand the language they use, folks. A lot of them don't. Even the word understand. Because a lot of people know that. To understand is to stand under someone else's dictates and someone else's commands. So, hey, hey boys, how are you? 
Good to see you. Good to see you. There's the crew here working on the uh, on the garden folks. Lots of people here doing really good stuff. It's good to see you coming along. So cool. Thanks for putting me in the other video, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Hey. Thanks for helping out. You you don't drink coffee, so I got some green tea for us later if you want. Ah, no, it's all good. I got stuff to do. No, so. no later, whenever. Yeah, all good. Not a problem. Good to see you. Adios, amigo. Yeah, a lot of people here sorting the place out, folks. It's really good to see. I don't even know where I was now. I've lost my train of thought. Incredible. Incredible. I was talking about words. But anyway, I mean, you get the picture, folks. And, you know, with what's going on now with the Straits of Aden and what's going on in the Red Sea, uh, you can see this is actually the United States doing it. It's not the Hooties. It's the United States. And as I said before, they're setting the Hootie children up for a massacre as well with these, these shots. But Israel propaganda is, is really failing in so many ways. You know, 100 days, 100 days people have been imprisoned in the tunnels. Meanwhile, they've been carpet bombing the whole place. If there's anybody there, they've already been bombed by Israel. They're already dead. Except maybe a few lucky people who might not be. But I'd say most of them are, if they even existed at all. Most of them will be dead by now. And... They're still pushing this bring them home slogan. And they're also pushing the 100 days, 100 days thing. Well, you know, it's been 100 days for the people of Palestine as well, 100 days of brutal attacks. You can't sleep. You can't do anything. Bombs are going off all the time. The whole suburbs being leveled. Bulldozers coming through and bulldozing over what they've bombed just completely and utterly destroying every single thing that they can. Like I showed you before, that beautiful home, there's no reason for them to have destroyed that. There's no reason for them to have blown up universities and schools and shopping centres and everything they had. There's no reason for it. And now they've got everybody down in Al-Mawasi, I guarantee they're going to say that there's Hamas tunnels under Al-Mawasi, and they'll start bombing that as well. shooting the food aid trucks that come in, but putting all this propaganda out, they say, oh, we sent in 90 food trucks. Are you telling us Hamas hijacked 90 food trucks, are you? Or did you just send in two food trucks, one for Hamas to hijack? And, or maybe they didn't, maybe you just staged that yourself, we don't know, because the information is coming from Israeli sources. You know, that video that came out there that you saw of the, the truck with the guy on the back with a Kalashnikov, that could just be a Jew with, with holding a Kalashnikov, you don't know. And who took the video? It didn't come out of Palestine, it came out of Israel. So who took the video? Where was that really being filmed? Maybe that was somewhere in northern Gaza, some little town that they've left standing so they can film their little bits of propaganda. There were a few people wandering around, so it looks like there's a couple of kids around. But it obviously isn't in Rafa because there are millions of people in Rafa. So it wasn't coming in the southern border, that truck. And the other truck they did bring in the southern border, like I showed you, it got more. These people are starving. There's been 14 people, at least 14 people, die of starvation in the last couple of weeks, folks. 9,000 children have had limbs amputated and lost a parent. Every day they're saying at least two children have lose at least one or two limbs every single day in Gaza Strip. It's incredible the amount of damage that's being done and the propaganda they're putting out to try to cover all this up. So, you know, a lot of people are getting it. A lot of people see what's going on, folks, and... You know, it's working against Israel in so many ways. 
people are just seeing the reality of the situation. So, you know, we've got to be on this. We've got to keep on this and keep on this topic and let people know how it's affecting the world situation. You know, World War Three and the Great Reset have already said they're failing. It's all very well for them to lead, and all the leaders are coming together. They're believing in themselves. The elites are trusting themselves more and more. But the trust in the elites is becoming less and less. So it doesn't matter if they're going to lead. If people don't follow, then it's not going to work. And that's the situation that we're in. People simply aren't following anymore. And the more they support this Israeli genocide and the worse Israel continues it and, and continues to slaughter these Palestinian people and claim they're the victim while they're doing it, absolutely freaking absurd. Oh, we're doing it to prevent genocide. We're carrying out a genocide to prevent a genocide. This makes absolutely no sense. You know, oh, they want to kill us because we're Jews. No, you want to kill them because you're Palestinians and you have no claim to the land. Like I said, folks, go and watch that video below put out by the Australian guy called Israel is not indigenous. It's, uh, it's got some really good information on there. And watch it a couple of times. Let it sink into your head what he's actually saying there. Very, very, very uh, well done and uh, great research. And I commend the guy for doing it. I don't know his name. But whoever did it, I commend you for that video. It's a very, very good and useful contribution to this battle that we're in. But all of this stuff is coming to light now, folks, and that gives us the ability to change the world. It really does. Do you realise we're not going to find political remedy? These leaders need to act now or they've abdicated their privilege to lead. It's as simple as that. And if they're going to be supporting what Israel's doing, then you owe them no allegiance. Everybody really owes their allegiance to humanity, folks. To humanity, whatever race, creed, or colour you're from, it's about humanity. It's about humanity and people being played off against each other by politicians who do not have your interests at heart. None of these politicians have anybody's interests at heart but their own folks. None of them do. Showed you this wall before. It's great all this sort of artwork through Mexico, folks. I love it, the way people just create creative stuff and just beautify everything that they can. Even the architecture and stuff, all the little rounded corners and just the way they build the buildings. It's a great country, it really is. Great people. But, you know, you find good people everywhere all around the world, folks. People that, that want to live artistic lifestyles. Hola. Hola. Which way? See? So... Yeah. So we have an opportunity to really step into our humanity this year, folks. And I think we're going to. I think we've got this. As dystopian as it gets, perhaps this is what it needed. Perhaps this is what was needed to shock people out of their slumber, you know. I mean, let's face it, the world has certainly been asleep for a long time. You know, none of this could have gone down to begin with, you know. People have been sleepwalking through their lives, sleepwalking through reality, trusting their government, trusting their media, trusting their education system, instead of trusting themselves, trusting their own intuition, trusting their own heart. And I think a lot of what's happening is going to bring us together. Of course, the media is going to try to spin it, and it'll be quite exciting as well. When World War Three breaks out in earnest, everyone's going to get excited. They're going to start watching it. They're going to be barracking for a certain team or whatever, you know. A lot of them aren't going to realise that it's <coughs> when it is. So, you know, it's, it's easy to do that. It's tempting to do that. You know, you, you, 
yeah, yeah, they're going into Pummel Israel, and they're going into Pummel this guy, and they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, and I'm on this team. You know, that's all very well. I'm sure get into the excitement of it if you want to. But again... What team are you going to be on, guys? Hey, what team are you going to be on tonight? You're going to be on Strange Days with that South Osman? You're going to be on the TOM show with Tom and... I was going to say Jerry. Tom and Shelby. <laughs> Jerry. Uh, that'd be cool as a KYC. Oh, you're going to go over to Tina Jules and talk about some cowboy hippie stuff, guys. Well, I'll tell you what, you're in the right place tonight. You're in with the best of the best. Number one show this side of the Mississippi. South Osman. All right, enough of my graduates. Quick, I might be entering the state of mania. But again, look at how the situation is going to be. Having a manic breakdown, guys. All the legislation is going to be introduced because of it to protect you, of course. And what our countries are going to look like when this is over. Hang in there, Oz. Think about all that. Have another and green tea, don't mate. Let yourself get led into this dystopia simply because you're focused on which team you're barracking for in the war. Well, I can guarantee you now, after six cups of green tea and jasmine, um, I've run out of chamomile, so I have to stock up on that old girl. I'm going to get this week some chamomile and some rosehip. What do you reckon, Freedom? <sighs> He's on the heavy stuff this week coming up, guys. Look out. This should be some really wild shows, if you know what I mean. And maybe I might even have some red cordial. Holy <laughs> Yeah, it's an easy trap to fall into, folks. An easy trap. Wild man Oz, aren't you? Eh? Wild man. They're trying to restructure Raspberry. And bring about a great reset. And they've got a lot of cards up their sleeve. And it's got to be done in a certain way, as I've said, whereby it can be believed by people. People just think it's a natural course of events that this happened. Bloody hell, I mentioned they hopped up on that sort of stuff. So we've got to blame Israel. We've got to blame whatever. It gives us an opportunity to step into our own power, folks. Again, no, I don't hate all the Jews, but goddamn, I'm disgusted with them. I'm disgusted with how many people in Israel just say it's great killing Palestinians and they deserve to die and all the bullshit. But again, it's because of the programming they've had. Like I said, you can get any of them, folks. They'll tell you a completely false version of history. And in their history, the Palestinians are less than animals. These people came in and stole their country in 1948. They've been invading them ever since. Precisely the opposite of what actually happened. And I'll give you all these logical fallacies. Well, if Palestine existed before 1948, show me the Palestinian flag they had before 1948. Show me the capital city of Palestine. Show me the president of Palestine. Show me all these people. All logical fallacies, folks. Back in those days, I mean, all of this stuff, nations and flags and all this crap, this is all like 20th century inventions. Like I've said before, the land of Arabia, which encompassed Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, a lot of stuff. Where did you see a flag for Arabia? Who was the king of Arabia? Where was the capital of Arabia? The land of Persia, the land of Egypt. All of these places, capital cities and flags and, and rulers and shit. Sure, they had pharaohs in ancient Egypt, but, you know... All the shit they teach you, it's all logical fallacies. Palestine was part of the Ottoman Empire. Had been for years. Doesn't matter. 
mean, you look at Europe. You know, Germany, France, all these sort of people, they're all part of the EU. Does that mean they don't have their own sovereignty? Does that mean Germany is, is not a different country to France and, and that Germans don't exist and that France doesn't exist and Croatia doesn't exist? None of these countries in the EU would exist according to this logic. Well, it was part of the Ottoman Empire, therefore it didn't exist. There was no Palestine because <laughs> it was part of the Ottoman Empire. Woo. Well, every country in Europe is part of the European Union. Does that mean they don't exist? <laughs> They're not countries anymore. That's where we're Stop making sense, Maxwell. Stop making so, sense. Yeah, it's all logical fallacies, folks. Like I said, this is a huge opportunity. You're talking it's common sense, Max. We can't have that. See what's going on. Shut it down, Oz. Shut it down. I don't think they're going to win. I really making don't. sense. So as I said before, folks, this is the time to expect the unexpected. This is the time for you to really step into what it means to be a warrior, to walk the path of the warrior, to face infinity without flinching. Walk the path of freedom, warrior. When the world changes into whatever it changes into. Yeah. Be prepared to just step onto that path and do what is best for you to get yourself through to the other side. Don't fight battles you can't win. Make sure Walk on that path of the warrior. It will lead you to the wonderful land of South Oz. Sure, you bring your consciousness out the other side as unscathed as possible. Make you famous. As pure as possible. The knack of being able to face with serenity. Serenity now. Circumstances that are not included in your calculations. You to simply step onto that path and walk that path. It's okay. You've got to walk like a man. Think is there around Talk us. like a man. Seem to be our security blankets. Walk like a man. Home, ooh, ooh. shopping ooh, centers, ooh, ooh. all this sort of stuff. All this might disappear. You might have to just pack up from your home and move to another country one day, like I did when I came here to Mexico. Because it needed to be done. So you just do it. Back of me bags and go on the Wednesday. It could be dramatic. When I came here, I mean, I, I got kicked off everything. I came here. Land of the free. They, they went with the visited brave. my family at home, the police. They shut my bank accounts down, cut off all my finances. It was a big hurdle in my life to get over. But I just simply walked into it, went with the flow, and did it. I got through. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? It is, even with the generator going. Even with the hurricane damage. I mean, a lot of hurricane damage, folks. But it's still a beautiful place. The damage up here, a lot of the trees. What a, what a wonderful out. world. I see trees fallen down. Got a bit of a cough happening today, folks. Pine Keep cones too. Turn the video around. I see destruction. But, um, and so yeah. do you. But I say to myself, generator's getting a bit much. What a wonderful but anyway, I'm leave it there for now. I hope people can see the opportunity that this is providing. As, as I, I put out a show a few weeks ago called The Matrix is Collapsing. And the reason I put out that show, what I'm talking about with the Matrix collapsing, is that it's collapsing because people can Ellie see. Billy. People can see the control grid for what it is. Because the belief in authority, the belief that the system is real, that is the Matrix. People think Lucky the Matrix do, is the eh? You're a bit late to the down. party, it's my the, friend. It's, it's the legal system, it's the politicians. It's all part of it, but it's your belief that that authority is real. It's really a... A psychological thing. The matrix is completely psychological. Why, why would you believe you need rulers? 
Why would you believe a word these people say? Or would you believe you have to go by a legal system that you don't understand, you didn't agree with? People say, oh, I'm enslaved by my birth certificate and all these agreements. You didn't know about them. None of these contracts are valid because a, a contract has to have has to have uh, transparency. Both people are in agreement of it. There's all this sort of stuff in the contract that you would never agree with and you didn't know it was there. So therefore, it's not a valid contract. It's just because they write it down on paper and it's the spell that binds you, the spelling. That's why they teach you to spell. I put a spell on you. Paul G is into the house. You know, there's no power that exists between you and God, whatever you perceive. Paul God G is into the house. belief in authority. People's belief that somehow what's going on in Gaza could be construed as, as right and self-defense and they're doing it to attempt to stop genocide. This is like backwards thinking. I mean, they get people to think backwards everywhere. Like I said, everything Israel says is backwards. Its whole existence is based on lies and logical fallacies and false history. But people can't really see through it. It becomes a little confusing for them. But when you see something like them carrying out a genocide, and they're doing it to stop a genocide, it, it become, goes from the sublime to the ridiculous. And like I showed you at the beginning there, those two women saying, well, we, we never really realised before, but now we see. And we never realised because we'd never really looked at it. Because there had never been a situation as drastic as what they see in Gaza, which never caused them to look at it. So, yeah, you know, a lot of people are getting it, folks, and that is how the matrix is breaking down. You know, folks, I'm seriously about to run out of battery. I've gone on a lot longer than I expected. You are a battery, Max. Again, this You're is a Duracell man. Held, folks. So if you're coming to an Acapulco, do... His batteries are running out, guys. Use my name, Egan, my last name, I-G-A-N. Get yourself a 10% discount. So am I. Thank you to all the people who sent me so many kind emails. Thank you to anybody who's ever made a contribution. All the same, thank you as I always give you, folks. Thank you to anybody speaking out on the front line. Make your voices heard, folks, as loud as you can now. We really need people to step up. If you've ever thought about stepping up and speaking to your friends and speaking Pretty to Pretty good people, stuff, eh? Making a stand for what is right in the world. Yeah, we bounce off each now other, me and Uncle it. Max. Enough people get involved. He's we just about to end his little sermon today. on the Mount of Olives. We do it this week, but I think we will definitely do it this year. I really think that they're not going to get away with it, folks. And if the world just stands up for itself, then we got this. Again, don't be too distracted by the theatre. T Tree Party has entered the building. a secure future for you when really it's them who just did everything that just happened and the secure future isn't for you it's for them our best security would be to get rid of them but anyway folks i've been Those. leaving for now thank you for joining me on this report i'm going to leave you with a song oh, by song. a friend of mine in the united states from presence music i bought you a couple of his video clips before what about me i was going to do a song max new one that he's put out for palestine and i think you'll enjoy it and I'll look forward to speaking to you again soon. Folks. See ya, Max. Very good time. You are I, and I am you. No, don't like it, Max. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Not doing it. <laughs> Didn't give it long, did I? <laughs>
<laughs> oh dear, oh dear, Oz. You were freaking, that was quick. Yeah, I can usually judge a song pretty quick, guys. I muck around. <laughs> oh, wow. That was really, really quick. <sighs> you got to be onto it, guys. You know what I mean? If you're not onto it, well, you're not onto it, are you? You know, I've been around the traps too long. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. Well, my friend, you can call in. We've only got about, oh, five minutes. Did you want to call in for that five minutes or did you want to keep? Just remember, anything you say on here can be held against you and will be held against you and may even transform into a rumour for at least one week. <laughs> Woo! I'll make you famous. I might fall asleep. In five minutes you might fall asleep. Well, I might be better off not calling in, Aunty Ellie. Because we can't have people falling asleep on the show, you know what I mean? That's not very good for the um, the look of the show. Especially five minutes. Well, I guess we're going to wait. Well, I think we're going to end it anyway, my friends. Because I ain't going to talk for five minutes. Because that might put a big peace stain. Because you might come up here and start telling me some Blackmore Dictionary things. I don't really want to know about it, if you know what I mean. And then what happens then? I start hyperventilating, cracking open the red cordial, and then I'll be up for another freaking five hours. All right, my friends. Well, I'm going to take it out with a bloody song, and I'm going to catch us all on the next episode of Max Egan. Can't say really. Oh, well. Brought to you courtesy and, um, what do you call it, uh, published by none other than Uncle South Osman, PTY Limited, Strange Days Broadcast. All rights reserved. And um, I have the right to anything that I say and no legal action is allowed to be taken because I'm a sovereign being. I work under the scarecrow system. I am a man of the land. What do you reckon about that? Well, then they covered it. Oh, wait, they're all rights reserved. Anything I do say or have said during this show, I am not a medical expert. <laughs> so don't sue me, you know what I mean? All right, my friends, take care. We're going to end the bloody show. All right, I'll catch you on the next episode of, well, sort of strange days. <laughs>